بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين جل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف وجعلنا من أعوانه وأنصاره اللهم كل وليك الحجة ابن الحسن صلواتك عليه وعلى آبائه في هذه الساعة وفي كل ساعة وليا وحافظا وقائدا وناصرا ودليلا وعينا حتى تسكنه أرضك طوعا وتمتعه فيها طويلا اللهم أخرجني من ظلمات الفهم وأكرمني من هو الفهم اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك وانشر علينا خزان علومك برحمتك يا رحمة الرحمة الحمد لله we had توفيق to have some reflections on the roles and functions of Imam Mahdi Ajalallah Ta'ala Farajahu Sharif in the time of Qaybah occultation and how we can be aware of that and therefore adopt a kind of uh, approach, a kind of policy which would be compatible with the philosophy of Qaybah and at the same time still we can practically benefit from Imam alayhi salam in many different ways. Uh, we mentioned few points and then the last point was about dua. Dua of Imam himself and dua for Imam alayhi salam. Imam alayhi salam has a life of now almost 1200 years and this life is for most part a life of connection through dua and salat to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has many other things to do but for sure great part of that life is dedicated to dua as dua is the core of ibadah as dua al ibadah and also dua for Imam. Generations before Imam was born, Ahlul Bayt were praying for him and they taught the Shia to pray for him. Maybe we don't have such uh, you know, case that much that someone few generations before he is born people are taught to pray for him. For example, you don't have these people praying for, uh, you know, 10th Imam, 11th Imam, 9th Imam, 8th Imam, for example, uh, you know, for his protection before he's born. If there are very rare, very exceptional, but for Imam Mahdi, these practices of dua for him started generations before and all these almost 12 centuries is continuing we have lots of du'as to make for him in addition to general recommendations that we have to pray for him to pay sadaqah for him etc towards end of last session i mentioned two hadiths which involved du'as for Imam from a chapter 
in Biharul Anwar, volume 92, page 326 onwards, which is called Babu Ma Yanbagi and Yud'a Bihi Fi Zaman Al This chapter, Allah Malisi has dedicated it to the du'as which are to be recited in time of Ghaibah. Uh, we had the first and the second and then the third again from Ikmaluddin uh, he says that Abu Muhammad al-Hasan ibn Ahmad al-Maktab qal haddathana Abu Ali ibn Hammam bihada dua وَذَكَرَ أَنَّ الشَّيْخِ Apparently he means الشيخ العمري قدس الله روحه أملاه عليه وأمره أن يدعو به وهو الدعاء في غيبة القائم عليه السلام So uh, this is a dua that apparently one of the nawab of Imam Zaman has dictated and commanded to be recited uh, during the time of Ghaibah. The beginning of the dua is similar to we had in uh, number two. Allahumma arrafni nafsak fa'innaka illam tu'arrafni nafsak lam a'arif rasulak In some versions like the previous one was lam a'arif nabiyak but uh, here is Rasulak, and both of them is Rasulak. Allahumma arrafni Rasulak. O oh Allah, please give me ma'rifah of yourself. Show yourself to me. Make me aware of yourself. Because, illam tu'arrafni nafsak, if you don't show me yourself, you don't give me ma'rifah of yourself, lam a'rif Rasulak. I would not know your messenger. I explained in the last session. Allahumma arrafni rasulak fa'innaka illam tu'arrafni rasulak lam a'rif hujjatak If you would not show your messenger to me, I would not know your hujjah after the messenger. Allahumma arrafni hujjatak fa'innaka illam tu'arrafni hujjatak valaltu an dini if you don't show me your hujjah, you don't make me ma'rif of your hujjah, I would go astray. I would be misguided. Allahumma. Now, this has continuity. Actually, it's very long. I only read a few lines of this. There are beautiful uh, elements here that I want to emphasize. Allahumma la tumitni mitatal jahiliyah. Oh Allah, please do not let me die death of ignorance because as we said man mata wa lam ya'rif imam zamanah mata mitatal jahiliyah so i don't want to die with ignorance we have explained in the lessons on imam and wilaya why knowing imam saves you from jahiliyah because who is jahil here jahil is the one who doesn't have proper direction Imam gives you direction in life. 
ولا توز قلبی بعد از حدیتنی او الله after you have guided me الحمدلله I am a believer الحمدلله I have faith in my madhab in school of ahlul bayt so please don't let my heart be polluted and become misguided after you have guided me اللهم فكما حديتني بولاية من فرضت طاعته علي من ولاة أمرك بعد رسولك صلواتك عليه وآله حتى واليت ولاة أمرك أمير المؤمنين والحسن والحسين وعليا ومحمدا وجعفرا وموسى وعليا ومحمدا وعليا والحسن والحجة القائم المهدي صلواتك عليهم أجمعين فثبتني على دينك O Allah in the same way that you have guided me with the wilaya of those that you have made their obedience obligatory who are they Wulat Amrik Ba'da Rasulik Those who are Waliyul Amr for your affairs Those who are your Weistrans Those who are in charge after the messenger So I have Gone to the direction of adopting the Wulaya of Amir al-Mu'mineen, Imam Hassan, Imam Hussein, Imam Zain al-Abidin, Imam Baghir, Imam Sadiq, Imam Musa ibn Ja'far, Imam Ali ibn Musa al-Rada, Imam Muhammad al-Jabad, Imam Ali ibn al-Hadi, Imam Hassan ibn Ali, and Imam al-Mahdi. So, Alhamdulillah, you have given me this guidance and this tawfiq. Allahumma fathabitni ala dinik. Now, the question is, how much I am able to remain on the same path with the challenges that come. If you remember, we had in Dua Ula Gharik, Sabbit Qalbi. Ya Allah, Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim, Ya Muqallib Al-Ghulub, Sabbit Qalbi Ala Dinek. Here also we say, فَثَبِّتْنِي عَلَى دِينِكَ Please keep me consistent and persistent and firm in your religion. وَاسْتَعْمِلْنِي بِطَاعَتِكَ Please use me for your obedience. My life is anyway expiring. My youth is expiring. My energy is being consumed. What is better than dedicating my life and use and energy to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has given me, but although he has given me for everything that I give him back, he gives me much, much more than any person would give in any transaction. So it's better if I give it to him. 
وَلَيَّن This is a very beautiful expression. لَيَّن قَلْبِي لِوَلِيَّ أَمْرِكَ Please make my heart soft for your khujjah. Those who want to be connected to Imam Mahdi Sharif need soft heart. This Imam especially is the Imam that people who have Qasawatul Qalb, people who, whose hearts are hard and harsh, would not be able to remain with him. He is a mom of love and mercy. He, as we said before, you know, in some occasions that in Hadith Allah, it says he is Rahmatun Dal Alameen, like the Prophet. You have to have soft heart so that you keep believing in him despite all the passage of time and despite all the uh, challenges. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I have. Okay, so. لَيَّنْ قَلْبِي لِوَلِيَّ عَمْرِكَ وَعَافَنِي مِمَّا مْتَحَنْتَ بِهِ خَلْقَكَ Please give me afia, keep me in a safe place with respect to the tests and trials that some people have gone through and have not then managed to preserve their iman. You know, we cannot ask Allah not to test us. This is not working. If you want not to be tested, means you cannot remain in dunya. But we can ask Allah not to test us in the way that we would be failing. Not to test us, tests which are uh, very difficult and uh, not we are not able to you know, pass. So we say... Some people, they have not been able to pass the test about Imam Zaman. Please protect me from such test. And in particular, I want to request you to keep me firm in obedience of your hujjah. The one that you have hidden from your people. With your leave, with your <coughs> instruction, he is in the condition of ghaybah. غاب عن بريتك is hidden from people وأمرك ينتظر this is very important 
Amraka yantadir. Imam Mahdi Ajjalallah Ta'ala Farajahu Sharif is waiting for the instruction from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala or for the affair of Faraj. Imam Mahdi is not the one who makes the decision for Zuhur. This is very important. Sometimes people uh, somehow keep insisting, pressurizing Imam Mahdi for Faraj and sometimes maybe complain, oh Imam, why you are not coming? People are suffering, Shia are suffering, innocent people are being killed and they make a list of the problems and they ask Imam why you are not coming. But we should know that Imam salam, is not the one who makes the decision. Imam Mahdi Sharif himself, maybe much, much more than us, wants Faraj, wants permission to come and help. But this is something that only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows, even despite the fact that the Hujjah of Allah has access to most of the things in the knowledge of Allah but there are few exceptional things that Allah has not shared with anyone including the time of Faraj so Imam is not even aware of that time let alone to make the decision in the discussion we had in the retreat I said that it seems actually Imam salam is in a standby position and all the time waiting for Faraj with every generation he has hope and this is very difficult situation imagine for 1200 years almost 1200 years you are waiting for Faraj and you are really Muntazir. Intazar is not easy, especially for someone who is aware of all the problems. So here we say, is waiting for your Amr, Amr either in the sense of command, instruction, or affair. You are the one who knows and you have not informed anyone the time in which there is Salahu Amre Waliyek that it's the interest of your hujjah to be given permission to disclose, to declare his affair and disclose the satr, the cover, to come out of that 
قیبه انا قول و صبرنی علا ذالک پلیز میک می پیشنت این دی سیم وی that Imam Mahdi is patient, is never complaining, he knows that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the best. It's difficult for him, but he's very patient, because he knows Allah knows the best. So we Shia also need to be patient. Make me patient so that I don't ask what you wanted to be early to be postponed or what you wanted to be late to be brought earlier decision is yours we don't want to demand delaying or postponing sorry delaying or bringing earlier whatever you decide because your decision is based on knowledge your decision is based on wisdom how we should you know force allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or expect Allah to change. Wala akshif amma satarta. This is also very important. We should be patient so that we don't disclose what Allah has hidden. This is very important in our tabligh policy, especially about Imam Mahdi you have to work for Imam Zaman. You have to prepare for coming of Imam Zaman. But not by just talking about him and creating ambiguity and maybe sometimes, you know, suspicion and sometimes fear. You have to prepare minds and hearts for Imam. You have to work for unity. You have to work for justice. You have to make alliance with good people in the world you have to unite people who love and believe in imam you have to educate people you have to increase their taqwa some people think we just need to talk about imam zaman and men keep mentioning his name everywhere even to the people who don't have any clue or know very little this is not a good service actually one of the things that from the beginning was associated to imam was to hide even his name, let alone his person, from people, except those who are very, very trusted. Even sometimes the name was not mentioned. So we have to be very careful. It's good to educate people about Imam, but what type of people, what type of education? Not just, you know, putting the name of Imam everywhere. For example, you say, no, no, Molana, I have money and I have contacts. I can put name of Imam on the old billboards in Western cities. I don't think this is a service just to put his name or, you know, Dua'i Faraz on every billboard. Actually, I think this might be a problem. You have to understand how to serve the cause not just you know by spreading it like for example you know if for anything if you want to eradicate poverty if you want to eradicate ignorance 
if you want to eradicate illness, what do you do? You just put uh, name of the medicine or name of, you know, for example, uh, education or, you know, prosperity on the streets and people who were hero in that. Or you do differently. So I don't want la akshif amma satarta. Give me patience so that I don't disclose what you have hidden. And don't look for something that you have decided to hide. Where is Imam Mahdi, for example, now? Why I should find out where is he now? Where does he live? Does he have family or not? These are not things that are uh, helping us. These are not things that we were supposed to know. This is actually sidetracking us from our main focus. I don't want to conflict with you in your managing and your decisions. I don't want to question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to question you and say why and how Imam has not come and the earth is filled with injustice, with oppression. No, I don't want to question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I submit all my efforts to you. So this is the condition of a real, a true muntadir for Imam al-Hujjah. Very patient, very knowledgeable, wisely working, not rushing, not creating, you know, unnecessary noise or publicity, very focused, uh, having long-term vision, being productive, Focusing on uniting people, educating people, softening heart of people, increasing taqwa, increasing justice, increasing solidarity, increasing, uh, increasing um, and spreading virtuous life, family life, community life. These are everything that you can do for the sake of Imam alayhi salam. In addition, of course, to finding our true leaders and scholars, our maraje, our ulama and supporting them and following them okay uh, this dua has continuity i think i stop here then i would like to mention something interesting which answers also to some of the questions is about uh, the fact that uh, there have been some cases of in the course of history that helps us understand uh, the qayba of Imam Zaman Sharif. I mentioned the case of Prophet Musa but now I want to also mention the case of Prophet Yusuf which in our hadith is one of the prophets that uh, are mentioned that Imam Mahdi 
has some similarity with him. Imam Mahdi has some similarity with Prophet Yunus, some similarity with Prophet Yusuf, with Prophet Musa, with Prophet Isa, with Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam in particular. There's a hadith from Imam Baqir that mentions all you know, these uh, great prophets and the similarity of Imam Mahdi with them. But I mention only with Prophet Yusuf because the case of Qaybah was also uh, obvious in the life of Prophet Yusuf and actually mentioned the Quran also. You know, when the brothers of Yusuf uh, went to Egypt Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Yusuf verse 58 I make this story brief because I can talk about you know the time that Yusuf was in the well and his family didn't know so that was a kind of labor <coughs> he was physically present but they didn't know that he's so close to them but to make it short, I go right away <coughs> to the time that brothers of Yusuf went to see him. Ayah number 58 of Surah Yusuf, chapter 12. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim. Fadakhalu alayh fa'arafahum wahum lahu munkirun. Very beautiful. This is the whole concept of Ghaybah. They entered the place of Yusuf. They went to visit him. Yusuf knew them right away. He knew his brothers, although the time had passed, but he knew them. But they didn't know him. Maybe they were not thinking at all that Yusuf might be alive and Yusuf might be a person that they are dealing with. They thought he must have died or even if he's alive, maybe, you know, he's living, you know, somewhere, you know, in a village, in a remote place, no high position, no esteem. So they never expected that they would see Yusuf in this condition. So, Yusuf knew them, Yusuf had ma'rifah of them, but they were not knowing him. It's very beautiful. This is the situation about Imam Zaman, Jalallah Ta'ala Farajahu Sharif. There is a hadith that Shaykh Sadur in Kamaluddin or Ikmaluddin mentions and Ubayd ibn Zurar قال سمعت أبا عبد الله عليه السلام يقول He says I heard Imam Sadiq alayhi salam saying يفقد الناس إمامهم Imam Sadiq said a time would come that people would miss their imam. Their imam would not be uh, available to them, accessible to them. In, in what sense? 
Then he explains. Their Imam would be present in the season of Hajj. He would see them, but they would not see him. Which is mentioned and explained in other places that inshallah I mentioned one hadith for example that it means that he would see them and know them they would see him but they don't know him physically they meet him but they don't know him this is why we say Ghayba is not like Imam is not visible Imam is another planet. No, Reiba means that we are not able to identify him, even if we meet him. Okay. Sudair says, Sami'tu Abu Abdullah This is another hadith that Sheikh Sadur mentions in Kamaluddin. Uh, this is uh, volume one, page 341. The one that I just mentioned is again from Kamaluddin, volume 1, page 351. But this is 341, this one. Sudair says, Sami'tu Abu Abdullah alayhi salam yaqul inna fil qa'ime shabah min Yusuf. In Imam Mahdi al-Jalallahu ta'ala farajahu sharif, there is some similarity with Yusuf alayhi salam. Qultu ka'annaka tadhkuru hayrah wa qaybatahu. said, I told Imam, it seems you are referring to the confusion and ghaybah. Yusuf for a long time was away and his brothers were confused and they were not able to identify him. Imam salam, who was very sad according to this hadith it seems that Imam was very sad about some people in this ummah denying uh, Imam Mahdi Sharif's ghaybah of course ghaybah had not yet started but Imams were educating people and said inna ikhwata Yusuf kanu asbatan Brothers of Yusuf were not ordinary people. They were children of Yaqub, grandchildren of Ishaq, grand-grandchildren of Ibrahim. So they were, although they, you know, because of their own uh, commitments and practices and behavior, every person has his own value. We are not saying that they are privileged. But we want to say that these are the people that come from such family. They were supposed to know such things. So people who come from this lineage and Tajaru Yusuf, they did trade with Yusuf. They went 
once and then second they gave something they received something more of course as help and they are brothers of you so from the same blood you know when you have blood relation normally you feel something so many of them maybe 11 of them none of them recognized yusuf so don't be surprised that we say that imam mahdi would go to Ghayba and people may not recognize him hatta qala lahum ana yusuf till yusuf salam himself said i am yusuf they were not able to identify him. فَمَا تُنْكِرُ هَذِهِ الْأُمَّةِ أَنْ يَكُونَ اللَّهَ عَزَّ وَجَلْ يَفْعَلُ بِحُجَّتِهِ مَا فَعَلَ بِيُوسُفِ So what has made some people in this Ummah to deny that Allah may do the same thing with Imam Zaman, the same thing that he did with Yusuf? And Yakuna Yasirafi Aswakahim. Imam Mahdi may walk in their markets. Wayata Busatahum put his feet on their rods, on their carpets, in the masjid, for example. Wahum la yarafunahu. But they don't know him, means they don't recognize him. Hatta Ya'zanallah Azzawajal and Yuarrafahum Benafse. Till Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him permission to introduce himself to them. Kama adhena le Yusuf. In the same way that he gave permission to Yusuf. <coughs> when finally Yusuf alayhi salam said, these are verses 90 and 91 of Surah Yusuf. Qala lahum hal alimtum ma fa'altum bi Yusuf abakhi? Do you know what you did to Yusuf and his brother? Of course, then Yusuf brought for them some excuse. Well, you didn't know. <laughs> he didn't want to embarrass them. He said, when you were not, you know, very much understanding, you remember what you did to Yusuf and his brother? When they heard this, they were shocked. Who is this person who is talking about you know what they did with their brother Yusuf you know many years ago but still they didn't realize that he is Yusuf Yusuf and it's very interesting they didn't say anta Yusuf they said anta Yusuf there are two taqid anna and lam means are you really really Yusuf are you seriously Yusuf? So means from a state of shock, they were, you know, also somehow aware and somehow certain, but they could not just believe it. Yes, I am Yusuf and this is my brother. So this is why uh, we say that Qayba has some examples in the past. In another hadith, Imam Sadiq salam said, Inna fi sahib al-amr sunan min al-anbiya. 
Imam Mahdi has some Sunan, some similarities in life, you know, scenarios with prophets. And then Imam mentions different cases. Amma Sunna min Yusuf. But what is similar with Yusuf alayhi salam? Of course, there are few things mentioned in different hadiths. One is this. Allah would put between him and people a whale. People see him, but they cannot recognize him. So physically they see him, but they cannot recognize him like brothers of Yusuf. And finally, because I may not give, get chance to talk about Imam Mahdi so soon, let me mention for you the philosophy behind the book Kamaluddin or Ikmaluddin by Sheikh Sadduq. Unfortunately, maybe we don't get... Uh, Although I have answered many questions, but if there are questions not answered, inshallah next webinar, I want to complete this discussion. Shaykh Sadu Rahmatullah Alayh, in the introduction to the book Kamaluddin wa Tamam al Ni'mah, and in some places like the Haram says, Ikmaluddin. You know, Allah says in the Quran, Al-Yawm akmaltu lakum deenakum wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati. Shaykh Saduq has a book about Imam Mahdi al-Jalallahu ta'ala faratuhu sharif and the name is inspired by this ayah, Al-Yawm akmaltu lakum deenakum wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati. He called it Kamaluddin wa tamamun ni'mah, perfection of religion, completion of blessings. In the introduction, I have uh, printed actually this page from the introduction of this book. And some of these hadiths that we quoted are from uh, this book actually. He says, what motivated me, what called me to compile this book is this. This helps you to understand the condition of the Muslim community and the Shia community in the time of Sheikh al-Saduq. Sheikh al-Saduq, for your information, was born in 305 after Hijrah. 305, which would be 917 Christian era and passed away 381 which is 991 Christian era so more than 1000 years ago part of his life is in Qaybate Sughra Part of it is in Qaybate Kubra. And you know, he's a great person and he was born, it is said that he was born with the dua of Imam Mahdi himself. His father is a great scholar. He has Man La Yahdurul Faqih as one of our Kutub Arba'i and many other books. So, he says, 
When is this book written? More than 1,000 years ago in the time of Qaybat al-Suqra or maybe beginning of Qaybat al-Kubra because he died in 381 and uh, therefore Qaybat al-Kubra was started 329 so it's likely that he might have written this book after Qaybat al-Kubra started he says the reason for compiling this book is that I went to do Ziyara of Imam Raza because he used to live in Ray, the city of Ray, Shabdul Lazim, you know, near Tehran. He went to visit Imam Raza He says, Inni lama qawaitu watari min ziyarat Ali ibn Musa Raza salawatullah raja'atu ila nisabur wa aqamtu biha. So on his way back, he went to the city of Neshabur. The city of Neshabur was a very uh, important city, <coughs> the same city that Imam Raza went through when he was going to Marv. And you know, the famous hadith is Salsalatul Zahab. <coughs> Sorry. Kalimatullah ilaha illallah hisni was said by Imam Raza in the city of Neshabur. Uh, it's about 130 kilometers, you know, it used to be 130 kilometers when I was a child, but now maybe Mashhad has expanded, so it's maybe 110 kilometers, something like that. So he says, I went to the city of Neshabur <coughs> and stayed there. Sorry, <coughs> He says, most of the people who were visiting me were Shia, or most of the Shia who visited me. This sentence can be read two ways. Most of the people who visited me were from Shia, and they had been confused about Ghaybah. Or most of my visitors were Shia who were confused. So either most of the Shia or most of the visitors. He mentioned the title of Imam Mahdi. He says about that Amr, about the affair of Imam Mahdi, He says, unfortunately, they had uh, some confusion and they were going to wrong ideas and opinions about Imam Mahdi. Of course, this is beginning of the time of Ghaybah. This is a new thing for people. People were not prepared. Alhamdulillah, with the scholarship of ulama, Alhamdulillah, now we are in a much better place. But still, we have to be always well-equipped with knowledge about Imam. So he said, فَجَعَلْتُ أَبْضُلُ مَجْهُودِ فِي إِرْشَادِهِمْ إِلَى الْحَقِّ Although he was not resident in Neshabur, this was just on his way from Masha to Ray. He stayed there for some time and he said, I did my best to uh, teach them and bring them to the right path. Uh, return them to the right ideas. Return them to the right ideas. 
with uh, the help of the hadith and narrations from the Prophet and our Imams. But then he says that Hatta Varada Ilayna min Bukhara Shaykhun min Ahd al Fadli wal Ilmi wal Nabaha Bibald Qum. He says, but then a person came that was very good person, a Shaykh very knowledgeable from very good family to save the time. I, I avoid reading all of it. He mentions that the grandfather of this sheikh was very you know, known to us. My father narrated from the grandfather of this sheikh. So he praises this sheikh a lot, but he says that even this sheikh seemed to have some confusion. He says, he says, when we were discussing with this good sheikh, he mentioned that he had met a great philosopher and logician in Bukhara, and it seems that he started doubting because this person had created some doubts in the mind of this sheikh. He says, فَذَّكَرْتُ لَهُ فُصُولًا فِي إِسْبَاطِ كُونِهِ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ وَرَوَيْتُ لَهُ أَخْبَارًا فِي غِيْبَتِهِ عَنَ النَّبِيِّ وَالْأَيْمَةِ سَكَنَتْ إِلَيْهَا نَفْسُهُ I narrated for him some hadith from the Prophet. So Alhamdulillah, now we have all these hadith available, but at that time, Beginning of Ghaiba, some people didn't have all of this hadith and all of this knowledge together. So he said, Sakanat So then he had sukun, he had peace of mind. And then that doubt, Alhamdulillah, left his heart. When he, uh, he heard these authentic hadith, he received them, we welcomed them with acceptance and submission. And he told me, please compile a book. Many people can benefit from this book. وَوَعَدْتُهُ جَمْعَ مَا أَبْتَغِي إِذَا سَحَلَ اللَّهُ لِيَلْعُودِ إِلَى مُسْتَقَرِّ وَوَتَنِي بِالرَّيْءِ He said, I told him, inshallah, when Allah gives me tawfiq to go back to my home, to city of Ray, inshallah, I will compile this book. Okay. Then he says, one night I was thinking about my you know friends and family and you know that i have left them then kalabani and gnome then i went to sleep somehow sleep captured me who is saying this sheikh saduq great muhaddis of taifa he says in the dream I saw myself in dream I saw myself doing tawaf al-aswad. I am at the final shout, final round 
near Hajar al-Aswad, astalimhu wa uqabbilhu. I am touching, <laughs> in that time was not that busy, and in his dream also must be reflecting the situation of that time, so was not busy, he was able to uh, touch, or anyway, at least in his dream, he was able to touch, to kiss, and aqul, and I was making this dua, amanati addaytua wa misaqi ta'ahattuhu litashhadali bil mubafaq. This is what we are recommended to say to Hajar al-Aswad, that this is my uh, amana that I am now delivering, and this is the covenant that I have kept, so that you bear witness witness for me, that I have uh, been loyal. Then he says, Fa'ara Mawlana. Then he mentioned the name of, the title of Imam, and then he says, Sahib al-Zaman. I saw in my dream that after touching Hajar al-Aswad and kissing Hajar al-Aswad in the seventh round of Tawaf, I saw Imam Mahdi. Waqifan al-Ka'bah. Imam is standing next to the door because you know the door of Kaaba is next to the Hajar al-Aswad. I went close to Imam Mahdi uh, in my dream, but my heart is very concerned. My fiqh is divided. I am very concerned. فَعَلِمَ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامَ مَا فِي نَفْسِي بِتَفَرُّسِهِ فِي وَجْهِ بِتَفَرُّسِهِ فِي وَجْهِ Imam, by looking at my face, he realized that what is my condition. فَسَلَّمْتُ عَلَيْهِ I said salam to him. فَرَدَّ عَلَيَّ السَّلَامَ ثُمَّ قَالَ لِي Then Imam told me, لِمَا لَا تُسَنَّفُ كِتَابًا فِي الْغَيْبَةِ حَتَّى تَكْفِي مَا قَدْ Hammaka. Imam told me, why you don't compile a book about Ghaiba that would uh, undertake this concern, means would uh, be sufficient for this concern? Your concern is why people are confused about Imam Mahdi. Why you don't write a book? Then Imam left. He said, I woke up until Fajr, I was crying and praying. Then in the morning I started compiling this book while listening to the command of Imam Mahdi Sharif, asking Allah for help putting my trust in him asking Allah look at this humbleness even before writing the book, he's asking Allah for forgiveness. My tawfiq is only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I put my trust in him and to him I return. Okay, alhamdulillah we managed to talk a little bit about uh, 
some uh, aspects of ghaybah, especially uh, the dua side, resemblance with Prophet Yusuf, and also the important book of Sheikh Saduq about Qayba of Imam Zaman. And this is actually, and <coughs> uh, sorry, I just uh, remembered, I missed one important sentence that Imam asked him, actually, I wanted to mention this also. Imam asked me, why you don't write a book? I told him, Yabna Rasulullah, I have already compiled some things uh, about Ghaybah. Imam said, No, I don't mean other books. Write a book and in which mention the Ghaybah that happened in, to the prophets as well so that they know that this is not something which is unprecedented okay alhamdulillah rabbil alameen uh, may allah inshallah help us to increase our ma'rifah of imam mahdi sharif to benefit from great works of our scholars about imam mahdi and to have a soft heart and open mind heart should be soft mind should be open your practice should be balanced so that inshallah you can be with Imam Mahdi al-Jalallahu Sharif. May Allah inshallah grant us all that. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen.